my writer replicant <laughs> yeah it's like it's like literally we are in nerd sync it's like we we are born from the same nerd sun yeah so you're listening to ink studs and i'm sitting here with marley sarcone and cecil casalucci hello hi did i get it right yeah and um from what it sounds like uh you two are cut from the same cloth or come from the same basil plant or something yeah we're, we're really clippings the from the same thing. plant yeah. we got 
grown in different pots. Yep. Yeah. But yeah. our but our chlorophyll DNA is the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Cecil, you're in town right now um, for the Vancouver Writers Festival, as well as um, you're promoting your book, which is coming out in two months? No, I am actually here promoting my book that came out on Dark Horse uh, called Soupy Leaves Home, which is a book about a girl who runs away from an abusive home, dresses up as a boy, and rides the rails as a hobo in 1932. Is that a prose or is that... It's a, no, it's a graphic novel. Graphic novel. Yeah, yeah, it's illustrated by uh, Jose Pimenta, okay. who did The Leg with Van Jensen. Um, and uh, it's... Um, I'm so proud of this book. It's a... It, it's a it's one of those passion project books that I did, so. Nice. A lot of research went into it. So much research. Yeah, I did a lot of research. And I was really excited because um, this guy who's doing his PhD in um, hobo uh, culture uh, actually called it the hobo book of the year. And I, 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 that made me so happy. Do you get so like a happy. golden bindle? <laughs> I, feel like I, I feel like I should. I feel like I, I did. I feel like when he tweeted that, I felt like I had gotten a golden yeah, bindle. It should actually be a fool's gold bindle, yeah. just to be clear. Yeah, yeah. Or it should be made out of like a nickel, because like hobos do a lot of carvings like nickel, you know, hobo nickels and stuff. So. Wooden nickel she, bindle? Yeah. The, oh, her, um, the hobo signs, the, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. She knows. Yeah, the hobo signs. and Yeah, it was a lot of fun to research. and um, Yeah, so that's what I'm doing here for, is for, uh, for at Vancouver Writers Fest is, uh, is for Soupy Lusum. Yes. And a little shade. And a little bit of shade, the changing girl. And Marley, being the artist of Shade the Changing Girl, yes, made the long drive from Kelowna. I drove over the mountains to be was... with my writer. <laughs> we are reunited. It's great that you guys have such like a simpatico relationship, especially after like I know you just did a big trip in Scotland and stuff, and it sounds like that kind of oh yeah bonded you both. Well, even it oh, bonded yeah. like us and the whole crew. Like all the we all just generally get along. That's that's. But I mean, especially me and Cecil. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. Yeah, no, but everyone else pales. Now in the comparison, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, you're great, but you're not really. <laughs> but the first time we like we bound like we we binded to each other's energy. Like I met her in San Diego, and like she immediately answers the door, and she's like, Marley, I gotta get this hockey ticket thing taken care of. <laughs> like she had to buy like I had to buy my season pass for yeah. uh, I have season tickets for the LA Kings, and I, it was my my slot to buy my tickets. Yeah. So, oh, nice, yeah. nice. But it was very. Like I was like I love this person immediately. <laughs> Just do you watch a lot of hockey? No, but her energy was okay. perfect. My passion. Yeah. And which is funny because Marley's the one that lives in Canada. And but I'm Canadian. Like, she's Canadian. Are you? Yeah. I'm Montrealer. I'm really not doing enough research. <laughs> Use these days. Google. I know. <laughs> she speaks yeah, French. I'm, yeah, I'm French Canadian from oh. uh, from Montreal. Uh, uh, I grew up in the states, but my parents moved back to Quebec. And oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Went to Concordia University. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. I was just in Montreal two weeks ago for yeah. the first time as an adult. Oh, yeah. How, how, how was my city? How were your crepes? Crepes were good. The city was nice, but it was really hot. Oh, yeah. It was Aww. like 30-something degrees. And oh, was... now you're back at, at, at 10 degrees and raining. Oh, wait. Oh, I love it here. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was beautiful. I enjoyed it. Um, James is just shaking his head. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wish I mentioned James Stokoe sitting in a corner judging me. Um... Let's talk about the book. I'm holding it up that no one can see me saying Shade Changing Girl, the first volume, which came out a month ago. August? Oh, no, that came out, was July. Oh, July. Yeah. End of July. Yeah, it was like July 21st around yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. That's a good memory. Not, 
I have to have it. <laughs> it's like it's all consuming i have to know the dates on that book because you know it's all i do <laughs> uh now how familiar were you with each other before the starting of the podcast? <laughs> we Was didn't it, know no... each other at all yeah huh, not yeah. at all we hadn't met each other yeah it was not it, like shelly just kind of like she, she brought us together shelly yeah. bond who yeah she uh, arranged the the groupings of yeah. the Erased young marriage. animal in the beginning. Ooh, yeah, yeah. She like she I don't know. She somehow knew. Yeah, like she knew. She she was like oh. She was actually surprised that we didn't know each other. That we yeah. Met. She was. Right? She was like, wait, what do you mean you guys haven't met? Yeah, yeah. Right. And then we had a you know um, we had a phone call with her, and then after the phone call, we yeah. skyped. And as soon as I saw her face, I was like, oh, it's on. <laughs> <laughs> She just needed a little hamster face in her life, like just. Yeah. <laughs> did you hold your cat up to the sky as well? I probably yeah. did bring Donut into the oh, equation yeah, mine immediately. Was probably on my yes, lap as she well. Yeah, cat yeah. As well. So. Yes. Tell me about your cat. Scout. Scout. She's a little weirdo. She's, a, she's an old lady. Fourteen. Aww. Well, they become cantankerous. Cool. Like they they get yeah. demanding. As she's they very get older. yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I um, travel a lot, so I think she gets you know a little personal. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I really hope Ziggy doesn't get more demanding. <laughs> he woke me up at 7 a.m. this morning wanting pets and cuddles. And oh, cuddles yeah. They just stand yeah. on your face and yeah. howl. Yeah. That's usually how it goes. Yeah. yeah. So, back to your book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not just about our cats, uh, although I could spend an hour talking about cats. Cat talk, right? That's this podcast? Yeah. Cat, cat, cat talk. talk. Yeah, cat fancy. Uh, <laughs> Robin McConnell's cat fancy. <laughs> people get upset because I post too many photos of my cats on Instagram. I don't get upset but I don't think they know what's good for them. No. Um, so I know, Marley, you were familiar with Shay because you actually borrowed my Shay books mm-hmm. many years ago. I got did. bound in he these giant ba- covers. Yeah, all his, like, his DC titles, he, like, he gets them in, oh, like, cool. he makes them You make your own, uh, your own Well, I go to a place that does it. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. My handicraft yeah, yeah, yeah. is bad. That's really cool. Your skull yeah. killed. Um, I, I knew... <laughs> I knew of Shade. I'd like maybe read one or two issues, but I'd never latched onto Shade. I mean, I was familiar in a vague sense of Shade, but I'd never sort of been, you know, like obsessed with Shade, which I actually think was kind of good. Yeah. Because fresh eyes. Yeah. You know. So then, um, as soon as um, as soon as I, you know, Shelley and Gerard were like, "Okay, you're going to do it." I um I immediately went online and I ordered every single and I read them all and um and I mean it's just so inventive and um mm-hmm. and there's a lot to sort of pluck from and I kind of decided that what I wanted to do was honor the di- I mean I didn't just read the Milligan run I also read the Ditko um and I wanted to honor sort of what Ditko and Milligan had done with the character and sort of tried to come up with something that was our own. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's completely segmented. Yeah. Like, you have yeah. your... It, we, we still pay homage, but it's a completely different character. It's, yeah, I kind of appreciate that. Like, having yeah. read the originals, that was great. That's a story. It's done. And this has its own thing. And there's no real dependency. If you're right, like, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, and then you it. Yeah, you get the going. joke well, like or get said. what I'm referencing or something like that. The, and it, it, The coat is the character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and the coat it, is the the method. Yeah, and it also helps like Jamie Rich, who's one of our editors on the um, series, is like obsessed with yes. Shade the Changing Man. Like that's his favorite touchstone. Jamie has yeah. he has um, from original art from 
each of them like he yeah. he has it framed in his thing. Oh, he's got some Yeah. So, so it's cool because whenever I do something that sort of uh, tipping the hat to either you know the the mostly the Milligan run or the Ditko, he gets it. He knows what I'm trying to do, and yeah. so we can have a good conversation about it. Yeah. And I, I it it made him be like the perfect editor for this book. Yeah, and, it's been like yeah. a really good working relationship yeah. between everybody. Yeah, I like also that because um, I feel like. I don't think I don't consider our shade the change. I feel like you know in that Star Trek movie where it's like it's a different it's a different time, at, at, you know the the new Star Trek movies. It's like a different t- like time yeah. period or time uh, parallel time thing. I feel, I kind of feel like that's the way it is with us. It's not um, it's not shade per se. It's not a sequel. It's sort of more like a side. Yeah. yeah, it's a story in itself. Yeah, yes. Uh, and I guess maybe one of the commonalities is where the the Milligan uh, Baklo shade, it was the whatever being takes on the body of, I think it was like a executed killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is a... 16-year-old bully. Yeah. I'm going to say a bit of a monster. She wasn't... Yeah, she's... <laughs> Megan is... I love Megan. <laughs> <laughs> Megan is horrible. She's a horrible, horrible person. Yeah. yeah. She was... And but yeah, it, it's also kind of developing her out because she still had relationships with other people that yeah. were like she did have the one relationship Wes. with Wes that wasn't a hundred percent negative. Yeah, which is weird. Well, she really like, has him like wrapped well, up in her, like you know. Yeah, it's still like trying to because from his point of view, you're still you know he still has that love and obsession, yeah. but it's like trying to like how did this person have a relationship that wasn't? <laughs> well, I kind of think about it actually like it, you know like she's a sociopath and. Yeah. And um, you know, and a lot of a lot of times, like a sociopath, like they'll have like a one-on-one relationship with one person who's sort of become you kind of become entranced, and it's their yeah. you yeah. know their world, and that's what I imagine her relationship is with Wes. Yeah, that Wes doesn't really understand, you know, what happens, but um, or but, if she's nice to me, I don't see how she could be. She could be loyal to everyone else, except and although I, I do see that in relationship yeah. <laughs> yes yeah and not but, mine but I do, <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> but I do feel like you know yeah I feel like I, I so that's that's how I understand her relationship with Wes yeah Megan do your own high school experiences seep into this I would think so and I'm wondering about high school identities. Uh, well, no, after. for me, I had a, <laughs> I had crazy people in my school. I went to a tiny private school, and then I went from a tiny private school to like a massive, like it was like two thousand people or my. It was it was over a thousand people in my graduating class. So like, graduating, wow. Yeah, it was it was it went from like a school where it was five hundred people all together to like just the giant swimming pool of humans. Like so, I've I, but I've had like both experiences. But the small thing where everybody knows everybody's business, everybody has your last name, like it's I can see like they're a person working within there and knowing everybody's dirt and willing I'm to dredge a, it up. I'm gonna be honest, I'm a little concerned about how well you identified with Megan there a second ago. Because I enjoy like the chaos of it. I don't want to be particularly affected by it. Well, but... I mean, like, she's not a sociopath. No. <laughs> I am Slytherin. Um, so I. I'm Slytherin too. That's true. Um, I, you know, it's, it's, it's 74%. Hard for, 
it's hard for me to answer that question because I write I write young adult novels as yeah. well. And so, you know, none of those experiences are my experiences per se, but, um, you know, but I definitely draw from, um, you know, I mean, just from everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of the things is, like, there are different experiences even within the book. I mean, there's Megan's experience and then there's the other young woman's experiences. All of them have different yeah. experiences yeah. and how they kind of process these things and kind of go through. Well, yeah, and Loma is like, you know, Loma's not like the the bird, you know, who possesses the body. Our shade, Loma yeah. shade. Loma she's shade. not she's not so great. She's got a lot of growing to do. I mean, she's not as bad as Megan. No, but, but she's you know. definitely uh she's flighty. Yeah. She's she's a little unintended. <laughs> I'm giving a very disapproving look for that. <laughs> so yeah, but I mean, I think um it's it's you know, Shut when, up, you, when you write for young people, uh, or I mean, this isn't a book for young people, even though it is a book yeah. for young people as well. It's young person friendly, but it's um, it's been fun for me because I don't have to put the same rules on myself yeah. that I do when I'm writing a young adult novel, and that's been very freeing. Yes, anything goes. Yeah, anything. at Vertigo. <laughs> I thought it's young animal. Young well, animal. We're like well, we're Vertigo kind of well, we've sister. been enveloped yeah. by them now. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, we're okay, all, it's like, official. Well, I, it's always been. It's, it's always yeah, been. it's always I been. Because, yeah. I mean, Jamie and Jamie's, Molly, yeah. they Jamie's still run... Jamie's the group editor of Vertigo. Yeah, okay. and he's our editor. So, so the, ergo, kind of ergo, we are Vertigo. <laughs> oh! <laughs> um, going into this, like, knowing it's, like, a different line, and Young Animal it makes it sound like it is definitely a YA. But it, because the initials are, are YA. YA. I just yes, yeah. <laughs> I think... Maybe they didn't really think that through, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I think it's good that the Young Animal imprint is different than Vertigo or different than the DCU because it kind of gives us our own sort of bubble universe, and I think that's really interesting. Yeah, and we did go into it together with kind of a you you know not, it was a, 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 a everybody was on the same note together yeah. kind of in a way. It, it's nice to have something that was a. Um, a launch that was consistent with each other. Yeah. So you guys kind of had an idea of what was going on in the other books. Oh, I asked for PDFs. I get oh, PDFs yeah. for like um, for different books. So you get yeah. them? I buy them. Oh. <laughs> I have them on my pull list to support everybody. Oh, you're I didn't nice. know I could get PDFs. <laughs> well, no, I just thought Jamie. No, I get like you know. I want to know what everybody else is doing too. Yeah. So it's yeah. just like, that's but why, I mean, that's why I buy them. Yeah, and I mean, when we're because in, you respect the creators. But uh, I, I have our oh, don't I side have, eye me, I have, Robin. I have our book on my pull list as well. I buy, I buy, I buy our book every month as well. Jimmy, we're bad people. <laughs> I even, I, I even have a digital subscription to Shade. I love what's coming from this. It's just like this whole like moral breakdown of this relationship. No. Like, uh. Here's the reason why I have the pull list and the and the digital subscription is because I was like, well, at least I'll know one person's price. <laughs> oh my god. Me and my dad. My dad had my dad yeah. had his first pull list and he, he has shade. His dad does review her dad does reviews. Like yeah, he reviews every it. issue. I know it's adorable. That is really adorable. It's right? super cute. Where does he post them? Uh, well, he texts them to me, and then I post them on Instagram. Yeah, I mean, my parents. He's a celebrity. Are, yeah. My mom reposts my stuff on Facebook. Like, 
<laughs> but it's she reviews. It's like yeah. that's Lawrence. It's really it's, it's, very it's nice yeah, that. it's really cool. My dad yeah. like he really loves it. He loves shade. He yeah. loves your artwork so much. He's always like the graphics once again. <laughs> the right? graphics once again are extraordinary. Are beautiful. Yeah. So has your dad been like that for all your works, or is this like yeah, something that's he's a, really? Yeah, he's a supportive. He's a supportive dad. Right. Yeah, he's he you know he uh, you know he reads all my novels. He you know he read Don't Cosplay with My Heart, yeah. and uh, he you know he reads he reads all my books. He's he he bought, when I was in a band, he came to my rock shows. Yeah. Like when I was in Montreal, like yeah, my mom and dad are very 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 art supportive. I love like, it. Yeah, when when they saw me when I was a small child, and uh, I, I my mom says that she saw me in front of the television watching the Trojan women on PBS, like you know, with tears in ancient <laughs> Greek with tears streaming down my cheek. She was like, "I don't think this girl's gonna become a scientist," <laughs> which is what they do. So they they kind of packed me up into art classes and uh, dance classes and uh, they were you know, ready. The, yeah, theater classes and. You know, they were just like, "You will be an, you are an artist, and we will support you." And you went to Concordia. I did. I went to Concordia for film. Yeah, I went. Which to, is yeah. a really good yeah, art school. Yeah, it's just... a really good art school. Yeah, yeah. And I went to the high school performing arts in New York City for uh, you know, if you ever saw Fame, that was my high school. So yeah, it's pretty much, you know, it was. All Cecil's art all the life time. is amazing, guy. <laughs> guy named Robin, in case you don't know. <laughs> I'm loving this story. <laughs> but yeah, but she was saying earlier, uh, we were talking about Don't Cosplay With My Heart, so I made up a um, superhero team that this girl cosplays in the book because um, I didn't want it to be a character that you know yeah. we knew because if you if you know what the character is then everybody it's kind of like if you put a band in a YA book like if you put a band so, somebody would be like well that person's not cool I hate that band or whatever yeah. so you make stuff up yeah. and so I made up a team called Team Tomorrow and I super de- convincing yeah and I decided that in the um, the interstitials of the of the novel, I would sort of give you the history of this comic book, like the about the creators and about the importance of this character Gargantua in feminine, you know, feminist, you know, sort of iconography and yeah. like all this stuff, so that you you know you sort of understand why she's obsessed with this this comic book character and this and this team. And my mom <laughs> read the book, and my mom was like, "Oh, because I, I named the one of the creators of this fake team after my grandmother, you know, Jeanne Bernier." And, um, and my mother was like, "I just, I it's so amazing that there was a comic book creator named Jeanne Bernier. Like, wow!" I did. And I was like, "No, I, I made it up, and I named it after Grandma, you know." <laughs> Like oh, it was so real. She was like, <laughs> my mom was like, I, I didn't. I was. She was like, I was kind of shocked that I'd never heard of Team Tomorrow before. <laughs> Not adorable. It was really this, cute. I, I'm getting a little teary. I know, Not right? Gonna lie. This right? Is like... Just adorable. Adorable. So how do you compete with this, Marley? I can't. (laughs) Well, no, I mean, my mom's definitely interested. My mom does buy the issues. Like, she does have, like, it's so funny to visit my mom. Like, she has the, she has the, um, my, like, the pages that I've given her. They're framed, like, put up. And then she has the singles. Yeah. yeah, I know she does. She's supportive. She is supportive. It's adorable. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And, yeah, <laughs> She's coming to visit in January. <laughs> hey. 
But anyway, that said, yes, yeah. we feel like a young animal. We're like a, we're like we're uh, we're sort of cut from the same cloth, the sort yeah. of same strange cloth. And so when we, yeah, and when we, it's different than vertigo, yeah. and so it's good that we're all together. Yeah, and when we get to these shows together, we all like unify and like like we we, we group up together and we go and travel. Like yeah, we 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 went up to Scotland all together. What whiskey tasting? Whiskey into together. Yeah, and um, yeah, and we're doing this big crossover event. Yeah, um, you know I don't. Uh, Oh, she's not. Oh, great. I don't have to do she's it. She's not drawing it. But, uh, we, but <laughs> no, I'm the young on an, the all those young issues. animal writers with uh, Gerard um, and Steve Orlando, who's doing uh, the Justice League uh, Doom Patrol crossover with Gerard, like we had like a writer's room and we all kind of worked it out so that there are like little things in each. Um, it's like you know, one of those homicide yeah. dartboards, yeah. right? You know, with the yeah. crossing. So it was cool. Um, <laughs> It was that was really that was really fun because you know everybody um, in Young Animals so all the all the writers I mean and the artists but the writers that we were in the room just sort of jamming on all these ideas and stuff and it was just a real pleasure. Everybody's got so much talent. It sounds like you guys have a lot less baggage that you're dealing with doing mm. this book than like a lot of folks in kind of institutional. Um, Oh yeah, comic industry stuff, and that I would sounds say. really free. Oh, massively! Yeah, I would say we're, it's we're really on our own fun. Boat. Yeah. And yeah, the fact yeah. that it's this much fun, yeah, and we're on a licensed title, like yeah. it is, it's 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 yeah, it's we really have a lot special. Of yeah, it's yeah, it's been great. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm enjoying myself, yeah. Robin. <laughs> Me too. Me too, Robin. I'm enjoying myself. I'm really glad both of you are enjoying yourselves. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, and, and now we're going to, you know, we're just starting the next six. I just handed in my first script and, you know, and then, uh, Marley will get it sometime next week and the the drawing will begin. And, uh, yeah, so we're pretty excited about that. We got some plans. um, After doing the first arc together, um, and then getting the approval for the next arc, did you kind of have more time to collaborate now and kind of... Oh, we have a lot more time this time. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and now we know how to collaborate together. Yeah, that's kind of what I mean. Oh, yeah, it's it not helps. just like this. Yeah, but we have yeah. a system. Yeah, we have kind a system. We talk out things. Yeah, we together. talk things out. Sometimes yeah. um, we Skype while she's inking, and we just yeah, you know. And if we have any, like, you <laughs> I know, said, we just... I told someone that, and I said, yeah, I drink wine, and you know, and Marley's like, and they were like, oh, so you monitor her? <laughs> I was like, no, no. Is she working? Yeah, no, we just you know, we shoot the shit, and it's. It's nice, and I was like, "Oh dear!" Like, I hope she doesn't think that. No, Do you ever, like, I mean, I, when am I not working when I'm on the book? Yeah, like it's constant. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's constant. So, what's really nice about being on this little hiatus, um, you know, because the crossover doesn't come out until February. Yeah, and then our issues don't come out till March. March. We also have volume two is it's out in, in February. February. Yeah, and so, um, but the nice thing about it is that we really get to sort of plan. And construct Massively. sort of yeah what what we're trying to do for the next arc and so I think it's going to give us and gives yeah yeah a, a lot, lot more, of time for the arc yeah too. to be very you know caring about yeah. how we construct the story I struggled with the first issue because I was so concerned about mm-hmm. um, you know I mean it's the first issue on something with a lot of people that I've idolized over the years worked on so it, the first issue for me on Shade was really nerve wracking. Chris Bocklow is really big for you. Yeah, massively. Yeah, it's, it's like found, yeah, like foundation people. There's there's a few of them, but Chris Bocklow is definitely one of them. Um, like Death, the Time of Your Life, and like that. That's all their their formative books. Those so. first Trunk of Gen X issues. Huh? 
those first chunk of Gen X? Oh, Gen X, well, honestly, it was more as Vertigo. Like, really? all, Yeah, that was... I thought you'd be all about the teen no. mutant drama. I mean, well, I, what was, I had kind of passed on mutant uh, drama afterwards, and then Vertigo was what brought me back into comics, and then, you know, also reading a lot of manga, too, so it's kind of the meshing of those two things. I think my dad coming in and like he, he we went to a store together and he snuck off with a copy of preacher and he looked at me and was like you can't read this and that was it like, <laughs> like I had to read it from there <laughs> but uh yeah the the, the chris bakla was big big voice so like working on that first issue was really hard and then uh beyond that, now i'm i'm i have more of a system i'm a lot more comfortable working with material so having this time is just a perfect boon. It's it's great. <laughs> the issues will look so good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's hard. Like, I mean, for me, too, I really struggled with the first issue. It was yeah. my first monthly comic book. Like, yeah. um, you know, I, I mean, I rewrote it a bunch of times. And, you know, and um, you know that was with Shelly, but now Jamie and Molly, who are our editors, um, you know, they, you know they, they, they work me. Yeah. You know? I mean, oh, that second yeah. arc you got worked. That second arc, yeah. Like uh, issue eight, I think it was. Yeah. I yeah, think so. issue eight. I think I, I had to do like a, I had to do a page one rewrite like seven times. Yeah. You know? Because, um, you know, Jamie was like, he, it wasn't like, it wasn't like he was like, this is terrible. He was just like, we, we can do better. We can do better. We can do better. You know? And like, and I love that about Jamie and Molly is that for me as a writer, um, they both really push me to do, to try to become more extraordinary and more maddening with, uh, with my, with my writing. And, um, they've really, they've, I feel like I've, I, like, I feel like, um, like a world-class athlete with them as my editors. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about maddening. Yeah. Because the whole thing is about the madness. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That was what, yeah. <laughs> Generally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was good. <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to stand and roll. Um, <laughs> wah. Wah, wah, wah. Um, <laughs> do you have your own idea of what the madness in Shade is that you kind of, for, is it Lorma? Loma. Loma. Sorry. Um, Loma's madness and kind of seen a different way from the previous madnesses. <clears throat> what does it, I mean, uh, madness is variable depending on who's yeah. experiencing it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you I, think? I mean, it's, it's hard to put it into a folder. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like it's, it's a very difficult thing to talk about. I feel like it's more like, and, and I don't think I would want to talk about it in terms of like, because I feel like people, it's the kind of thing like that just the reader brings yeah. their own madness to the pages and our job is to sort of have the scaffolding for that madness to sort of be on and um and I feel like I feel like I know I have a feeling inside of me instinctively of like what is or isn't yeah. madness and yeah it's just something that well yeah I mean, and then Marley makes can, her own decisions yeah well, I'm, I'm thinking when when you go with like is it just obsession or where do you take that obsession yeah. to the point where it becomes something that's madness or even if it is it just obsession that's madness like there can be like the, it's it's hard to kind of put a on it. Do you yeah. push yourself artistically in different Mass. directions? Uh, yeah, I try. Um, with the time now, it's going to be a lot easier. Uh, I try to push for layouts as much as I can. That's where I, when I when I stage what I'm going to do in the comics, that's where I spend my most most yeah. of my time. Because I know you can, like, knowing you and knowing you can be quite 
specific, deliberative, mm. yeah. contained, and this kind of comic is not that. No, but I I, I like that I I'm, I it, I like the challenge of that with making sure that people are still along for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like this is it's it's just the right fit because I still yeah. want to keep every everybody narrative. I feel like our readers need you know they need a bit of like the narrative there too. So, you know, keeping people in place so that you can keep them along. You can push them into something weird, but then bring them right back in and keep the story going and not lose them. Because I feel like our readership, you, you, you need that. Yeah, I'm always impressed with Marley in how um, she takes what I write in the script. And, you know, because I write a full script, but, you know, but like, uh, you know, the panel one to panel two could be Loma walk, Megan walk, or... Loma walking into her own mouth or something. Do you know what I mean? Like they're like the way that she sort of interprets what a panel might be, and she really just pushes, I think, um, things off the page in such a way that I think is just glorious. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And like I was saying this earlier, but like you know, I mean, I'm writing the book for Marley. Like she's my audience. Yeah. you we know? pretty yeah. much just want to... Just want to please each other. Yeah. yeah. And then if everybody else likes it, that's, that's cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> really, it's just sort of like, yeah. It's yeah. like... Okay, when I text you stuff, I'm like, I'm like, look at this! Is this yeah. great? You know? So... Sorry, that, that didn't come out. That's complete gibberish. I'm so sorry. It's just bird language. Like, just well, it's barking. very Loma. I know. Very Loma. But, you know, so I just barked Loma. out some yeah. words. Just, yeah. But I, 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 Are you Loma? I think I'm Lepuck. I really feel like I'm... I feel like I'm okay. I'm are not. you a sexy space panda? I'm a sexy space okay. panda. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I feel like... I don't no, know. I, I feel very bit, close I, to Loma, but I also feel very I feel very close to both of them. I don't characters. think I'm as flighty anyway. as Loma. I'm definitely not. I don't I don't know if I'm flighty, but I do know that I probably have some aspects not of Megan in the sense that she's a sociopath, but I guess I enjoy Megan in a weird way. Yeah. But I'm not Megan. I feel like I'm a I maybe I'm a trifecta of Lapuck, Teacup, and Loma. Teacup I could see. Yeah. Yeah. Teacup. Teacup is our pool, poor bully little one. Yeah. I love Teacup. Yeah, yeah I love Teacup. <laughs> yeah. No, I love Teacup and River. They yeah. should have a team. They're up. like, well, they're our Lenny and Kathy. Yeah. Really, you know, like. I know. Yeah. I love them both. Yeah, I love them both. River's too. great. He's, he's such a good friend. Yeah. Like, he's just so. And he's so cool. curious. Yeah, he really is. And he wants to believe. Yeah. He really yeah. wants yeah. to believe. Yeah. Like, I kind of, I, I really appreciate um, River, especially like. He kind of sees stuff happening. And I was like, "Oh, that's happening." I'm looking somewhere else. <laughs> and there wasn't any of this like weird like jealousy yeah. stuff. It's a rat. It's a rat. Jimmy, it's a rat. But you can't do that. You're on a podcast. Oh my god, it's a rat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your single contribution to this okay, podcast. I'm gonna bring this back into focus and <laughs> talk a little bit about River. And yeah. Scared. And we're not going to get attacked by rats. They're going to be scared of James's smell. I've seen Unknown Origin too many times to be like that cool with rats. Oh, my God. And don't bring up of Unknown Origin. That is a terrible movie. It's not. It's the best. Okay. River. Let's, let's talk about River, please. And just kind of River being a character just in himself. And like, I, I just, I'm too used to reading comics where River would have been like the... The ducky. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
God, why I mean, does we Ducky do come love Ducky, up though. More? Yeah, Ducky. This that does come up a lot. Ducky has come up so many yeah. times this but it's past not. year. But no, it's no, not no, 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 just separately. Oh, just in general, this past year, some for some reason. But have, well, it's the yeah. year. I have to say, I, I have to say that. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, uh, one thing that I've always really liked and I've done in my in my prose is like. Um, you know, like, for example, my first novel, Boyproof, like, you know, I like to have, like, the nerds not be the sidekicks or yeah. the quirky best friend. Like, I like them to be front, you know, front and main characters and stuff like that. And so I think that, for me, that's a natural thing to do, to have a character like River not be sort of delegated to the sidekick kind of, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, I could, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. He's, he's strong in his, like, you know, you, you're, you see somebody like him and you're like, that would be a cool guy to hang out with. Yep. It's not a, like, that would be a cool person to know, not a, like, oh, that guy's just kind of, yeah, getting yeah. to the side. He's the quirky person that yeah. we all get annoyed by. There's he's no, the friend zone. He's the friend zone. No, he's just, he's really confident in his yeah. beliefs yeah. of weirdness <laughs> and his acceptance yeah. of the a, unusual. He's a good guy. He's like a good guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Now, you guys went to Scotland. Yes. Was that in part a creative retreat uh if you consider Count being in the cups yeah we were creative. in the cups the whole time we were in the cups the whole time like we got there means. it means drunk yeah. oh. <laughs> we got there <laughs> no 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 we got we got there and we immediately went to like the last 15 minutes of this whiskey festival where they told us that we could they gave us these little little glasses nosing cups nosing cups oh yeah stickers and they yeah. sent us around. They said, like, we could taste anything from the whiskey. And there was just, like, just loads and loads. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it, So, back to, back to Scotland. Us, they let us, they gave us these cups, and then there was, like, a table, like, a multiple, long table, multiple, multiple tables with just bottles of whiskey, and they didn't want to keep, you know, it was for their festival that they'd had, and they didn't want to keep them, and so we got to taste everything. And then they let us walk away with a bottle. Yeah. They with just gave us, yeah, because each. they just, yeah. From, and I mean, they're, they're like sampling from like, the, some of them are like 28-year-olds. Yeah. Like, they had like massive amount. Can I come on a trip with you guys? Yeah, it's a it good trip. Really, it was, it was really fun. We literally got yeah. there at probably the best point of yeah. the festival. And then, <laughs> and then the next day we had this like, Nick Darrington's wife, um, Tanya, Tanya, yeah, she um, organized, she found this this uh, lady who um, does a picnic lunch with a whiskey and chocolate pairing. Oh my God. I was so happy. It was so, that was amazing. It was yeah. amazing. And then um, she, the same woman, we also, T- Tanya had organized for us to go <laughs> on this distillery walking tour yeah. where we like tasted where basically like love. 18 whiskeys and like visited nine distilleries and yes it was and she like gave us like a history she was telling us about how like the trees were all black and she's like oh that's a fungus yeah it's an alcohol eating fungus yeah ethanol eating fungus that grows on all the trees in the area because because they because the you know because the water anyway it was incredible and then they dropped me off then they left they went back to edinburgh and they dropped me off at aberlour because we had a terrifying drive over yeah (laughs) i brought a bottle back I love. Phenomenal. I know it's so good. And so they dropped me off yeah. at the at the distillery, and I did the actual like Aberlour like tour, yeah. and um, by myself. I it was funny because like I was on this tour, and they were like, 
they said something because everybody came in and then everybody left and they were like, what happened? And I was like, my friends abandoned me. They abandoned me in a distillery. <laughs> we had to do a terrifying five-hour drive over the Scottish yeah. wilds. Yeah. In they the called nine- the Highlands. Well, we were in, we were in a nine-seater van going through some very narrow, narrow roads. We went over a bridge that had a sign that said, weak bridge. And yeah, so so she had the relaxing tour yeah, I was and like, the train. I, was like, I don't really think I want to be on a car. No, I'm gonna take a train. Mm-hmm. So I like took a. Tra- I was like, I went rogue, and uh, yeah. and then they were all like, oh, maybe maybe the train would have been a better idea. Oh no, no, we got there. We were like, the train was the better choice. <laughs> Cecil made well, the you better drink choice. On the train too. Well, yeah, oh, it was very relaxing. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. Whereas it was like the whole time. Holy crap. But anyway, it was a great, it was a great, it was a great trip, and it was really yes. nice. We just done Thought Bubble, and uh, yeah, Thought Bubble and was it was great. it was nice to um, to do this little, um, you know, this little trip together. Yeah. Did you get the breakfast buffet at Thought Bubble? Yeah, that was that actually a pretty reasonable oh, yeah. buffet. Yeah. yeah. Well, it I was really it cool of them for hosting us too at, at Thought Bubble. Like they had like yeah. a ton of the the young animal crew out yeah. there. Yeah, they were excellent, Lisa. And, yeah. Yeah. It's been like it seems like. Um, fan engagement's really important to the line and like really being present as creators as part of this thing not necessarily as like people doing this title but like it's a kind of copacetic we've had incredible fans I mean they're just cosplayers cosplayers and just so much fan art I I actually even whatever I see I try to collect onto a Pinterest that I've made um, of fan art and it's just it's just and what I love too is so many people have come up to me and just been like this is a book oh god well that's not a rat that's, that's just a, a little mouse, mouse. mouse. You, you've never seen a rat in your life mouse. Mouse. That's that's not a, never that is mouse. not a rat come come to New York or Los yeah, Angeles yeah come on man you've never seen yeah. a scrap yeah okay like anyway, yeah. <laughs> I'm not afraid of that yeah um, so yeah, that's been incredible. Is the, the 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 people who just like say how much they love Loma as a character, how much they connect with the book, and how much they connect with um, you know uh, with uh, with the, yes. the the feelings and the sense of sort of trying to figure out what it means to be human. It's yeah. been really cool. It's been really good feedback. Really, yeah. really good feedback. So now that you've seen cosplayers, are you thinking about the? the outfits more I've been thinking about it the whole way through (laughs) if you see like especially the second volume I'm just like well it's a summer it's a summer shade cosplay like well no I mean I I do take in the I I just kind of draw things that I like for the most part and sometimes I uh, I frequent those stupid Pinterest boards where they put together looks and like I draw things that I want to buy to wear that I can't afford. And then you put them on. And then I put them on the book because yeah. then I don't have to buy them. But uh, <laughs> actually, my shoes are totally in this book. <laughs> I actually, there are a lot of uh, Loma's, uh, you know, Loma Loma Shades yeah. outfit that I would, I, I would like. Yeah, they're, I would they're like cute. to. Own. Yeah. They'll, they'll, I would like, love to have like a cute little madness sweater. Yeah, that's what I would like. like. This in madness yeah, sweater. Yeah, in madness sweater. And just like changes. Yeah, variable. Well, it could yeah. it could or it could just be you know just just bungee. regular you know I don't know whatever I just like the madness bubbles. Yeah, fun. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> um, one of the things I was thinking about with the book is, and I, I know it's kind of like when you're working within kind of this restrictive thing of you kind of know you've got another you know story arc and story arc. 
I feel like it's done in a way that it's not dependent on having, like, to be an ending where you can kind of go and go and just let the characters breathe. Am I kind of reading right? Or do you kind of have specific arcs in mind? Well, the second I, arc, I think, was a little bit more, um, like, it came all together I on knew, that last Yeah, issue. I mean, it's interesting because it's like, I knew, I knew where it was going to end like the way that the way that no, six ended and the way that twelve ended were exactly what I planned. Mm-hmm. Sort of when I first started thinking about it, yeah. and actually where eighteen will end is is something that I've you know at, like I I already know. But at that said, like it There's is flexibility um, in between. Yeah, and I yeah. liked I like a story that um, that 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 Wanders. meanders. Yeah, I like a slow story. I like a if I could. I mean, if I could, I would I would even have have done it a little bit longer you know yeah. what I mean like um you know I, I, that's that's just the kind of narrative stuff that I like I like when it takes a little like when yeah. you can kind of slip into a story like a warm bath or something yeah yeah and that's kind of what I'm getting like it's not like you have the you have the beats of the story but also I feel like yeah it has room yeah it has room yeah which I appreciate thank you like it's thank not you. bam 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 okay story's done like, yeah the story well, we're a weird we're not superhero to, book, you well, know. Yeah, what I mean? we're not we, trying we to hit plot notes. Yeah, and we don't have to. We don't have to adhere to the sort of there has to be like three battles in a, in a in a in an issue or anything like that. You know, um, it so couldn't hurt. Yeah. Well, we you know there's stuff. There. We got six more yeah. issues, Robin. Yeah. <laughs> there's, you know, she 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 does fights have a final with herself. Battle. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a, a final boss. Yeah. She's evolving. Yeah. And then she faces her at the end. Yeah. Yeah. It's battle. It's there. It's not. I'm trying to be silly. Oh. I know you're trying to be silly. <laughs> well, I'm, I take it very seriously. Yeah, yeah. seriously. It's, it's a fun book, and I really enjoyed it. Thank you. I'm glad I'm you like it. very happy that it's going well, and you guys have gotten renewed. Yay! Thank you both. For We're glad to. Thank you. Taking yeah. the time to sit and chat with me. Thank you so Thank much. You. Marley's are fun. And Cecil Castellucci. And the mouse. And, and the, the mouse. mouse. And the James Stokoe. Talking about the mouse. It's, the mouse. it's not a rat. It is a mouse, and the book is Shade the Changing Girl, Volume One. The first time. As well as um, at the end of the year from Classic Books, you will have Don't Cosplay with Mom. Yeah, and Soupy Leaves and Home. And Soupy Leaves Home. Home. I want to give a shout out to. That. I feel like yeah. Don't Cosplay with My Heart has like a mixtape that goes with it. Ooh, that's she a good can idea. make a mixtape. She's a mus- musician as well. There we go. Yeah. Something to think about. Thank you both so much. <laughs> Thank you.